0: Look to our precious Jesus today who saves, heals, delivers, and blesses. This is your day for Lambura. If we do not begin to move into the prophetic, we will be sunk. God Almighty wants to speak to you in dreams, in visions.
1: On yesterday's program, Pastor Benny Hinn began an important message titled "The Three Realms of the Prophetic."
0: The first realm of prophecy is the Bible, and because it's a biblical revelation, it's prophetic. All the New Testament, and it's called in the Bible the prophecy of Scripture. So it's the declaration of the Word of God as revealed to man. Now this this uh, realm of the prophetic. Contains no errors. Contains no mistakes. Contains no imperfections. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now the second realm is called the Spirit of Prophecy. The Spirit of Prophecy is the anointing of the Holy Spirit that enables men and women that don't have the office of a prophet or the gift of prophecy to come under the prophetic anointing, the prophetic anointing of a man of God, or the prophetic anointing of a ministry.
1: Now join Pastor Benny as he continues his message by examining the third realm of the prophetic, the gift of prophecy, as described in 1 Corinthians 12, beginning at verse 4. Now
0: there are diversities of gifts by the same Spirit, there are differences of administration, the same Lord, diversities of operations, the same God which works all in all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. I love that. But look at what what it says. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another the word of knowledge. To another, uh, it says, by the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues, but all these works that one and self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So the gift of prophecy is given for exhortation, ed- edification, comfort. That's 1 Corinthians 14:3. So don't you dare let anybody prophesy over you, you're going to die. Don't even accept it. If they come and say, You're going to have a bad day, rebuke them. You're going to have an accident. Rebuke him. Prophecy is clearly, it says, in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 3. Look what it says. He that prophesies speaks unto men to edification, exhortation, comfort. There's no no trouble in that one. It's It's got to edify you. It's got to exhort you. Comfort you. Now, edification means, means to strengthen. Exhortation means to stir you up to do what God wants you to do. And comfort brings peace. So, <sighs> prophecy is the, is the living fire of Pentecost. A Prophecy is that flame that kindles the hearts of men in the church. The gift of prophecy is not the ministry. Of the prophet. uh, Or preaching. Because uh, preaching. The the Greek word for preaching. uh, Means to announce. To evangelize. To declare good tidings. While prophecy. Means to predict or foretell. A whole different realm. So. Those with the gift. Cannot move outside. Please hear this. Very important. Those with the gift cannot move outside the realm of edification, exhortation, comfort. It's impossible. Now, I got to say something here that I think is so important. In that gift of prophecy, and I really believe there's three realms, some believe there's four because there's the office of the prophet, so you've got the, you, you've got the scripture the uh, scripture of prophecy, or the prophecy of scripture, which is really one realm, that's the Bible. Then you have the spirit of prophecy, which is the atmosphere of the prophetic. And then you have the gift of prophecy. But I think a part of that gift, somewhat, somehow, God seems to choose certain people with a specific office that is prophetic. Now some really teach that it's a fourth realm. I don't believe that. I've looked at both. I just don't believe it's a separate realm. I think it is the office, yes, but that gift operates within that office. But the office of a prophet mentioned in Ephesians 2. Please write this down. Ephesians 2, 19 and 20. Ephesians 4, 11. And the, the the prophets are vessels. Did you write this the, the you know, scripture down? Did I give it to you too fast? I'll do it again. Ephesians 2, 19 and 20. In fact, let's put it on the screen. I can read it. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Keep going, please. Verse 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles, prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And then you have Ephesians 4, 11. 4, 11. That talks about the office of a prophet. One prophet And he gave some apostles, some prophets, and so on, some evangelists, pastors, teachers. So that is the office of a man or a woman. Prophets are vessels chosen to function accurately in the realm of the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, confirmation, revelation, illumination. Um, They are very, they're into predictions, into visions, uh, into the ministry of confirmation we got to have that again in the body of Christ. We need men and women who operate in the word of wisdom, knowledge. Who operate in the the discerning of spirits. Who operate in revelation. Who operate in uh, uh, predictions, visions, and confirmation. It's a very powerful thing I just said about confirmation. Because the office of a prophet can confirm you unto the end. No, no, you missed what I said. I went to Oral Roberts because I saw Oral as a prophet. The, the Lord led me to go to his 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 uh, his condo down here in Newport. And I just showed up one day. I was by myself. one, Nobody with me. I showed up, not knowing he'd be gone in two weeks. I got on my knees in front of his chair. And I said, lay hands on me. He said, why? I said, please lay hands on me. I said, because I believe, and it was the last time I saw him. I said, because I believe my life will be confirmed unto the end. I'll I'll be around because of this. And he laid hands on me and confirmed my life. I'm telling you people, Bernie Warren, uh, a dear, mighty, mighty in God back in Canada. 19, exactly January of 1975. I'll never forget that place called Bezac Center. I had ministered in, in, in that fellowship because I used to, uh, to attend Friday nights. I'd go to that place right outside the airport, outside of Toronto. Close to the airport. And it was a farm and people would gather. It was a precious time in the Lord. And he, he, he put his hands on me. He said, I affirm this ministry as of God. He said, I affirm it It is of the Holy Ghost. And then he said, he spoke words that are happening to this day. To this day, I still see the the effect of that confirmation where he spoke blessings on my life. He spoke that God would protect me from harm. He spoke that God would protect me from sin. And then he said, if I did sin, God would restore me. He spoke that over my life in a very powerful way, and I could feel heaven on my soul. That was Bernie Warren, very prophetic man. And Oral spoke the same thing almost with Rex Humbert. I'll never forget Rex Humbert laying hands on me. Right before he died, he said, no pollution will touch your life. Dear God, I can still feel it. Pollution will try, but it will not come in. That's what he said. He said, no pollution will touch your life. And you think about the power of those words. Lift your hands and have a praise break with me. Come on, people. Hallelujah. 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 We need that office again to lay hands on us and confirm us into ministry so no demon can break through that line. The prophetic is our protection. Do you know why I think some Christians are demon oppressed? Because there's no prophetic utterance over them. The prophetic protects you from demons. Because those words will be heard by heaven and by hell. Dear God, I feel the anointing. Somebody say praise the Lord. We need the prophetic people. We've lacked, the, look what's going on in the body of Christ today. Because we've lacked, the, nobody prophesies anymore. Nobody affirms, nobody confirms. Nobody has a word of knowledge or wisdom or discerning of spirits. Nobody can affirm anybody's life. Nobody can bring illumination, revelation, utterance. And that's why we're dying. It's time we bring it back. And that's why I'm talking about it tonight. And I want everyone watching the program and, and here to start seeking it with all your might and heart. Let me hear out praise the Lord. The ministry of the prophetic is so important. Without it, demons will have a heyday, but they will not. Now, you cannot judge the office You judge the prophecy. The Bible says all prophecy must be judged in 1 Corinthians 14, 29. We're commanded to judge prophecy. But you don't judge the word of a prophet. It's different. The word of a prophet carries weight with it. When Bernie Warren spoke that confirmation word over my life, I didn't go and judge it. Check it out. I accepted it. Or when... uh, Rex Humbert, or when Oral Roberts laid their hands on me and prophesied. I still have that picture in my home. When Oral and Rex laid hands on me, 25th anniversary Century Plaza Hotel and prophesied over me. It affirmed my life. It was like, wham! The foundation was sealed with Holy Ghost cement. Lift your hands say, I'm ready for it. (laughs) You know why people fall? No, No prophetic utterance over them. What did Paul tell Timothy? He said, "Stir up the gift by the laying on of hands. There was a confirmation on your life. Don't lose it." Now, I want to talk to you just before we close on how to develop that ministry of the prophetic. You ready? Okay. First Corinthians twelve thirty one says, "Covered earnestly the best gifts." I, I'd like to read that because I think it is important, you see, how he focuses on the prophetic big time. Covered earnestly the best gifts, yet show I unto you a more excellent way. But before that, he talked about the prophetic. He said that you might prophesy because you'll benefit the body of Christ. First, you 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 develop the ministry by By earnestly coveting the gift. You've got to understand that you have to ask for it. You have to remember that the early church, it was a vital part of their life. you got to understand that it brings the Father of Pentecost. And you got to know that it comes by the Holy Ghost. So you seek the Holy Ghost for the prophetic and he'll, He'll give it to you. Number two, you have to release your faith. You can't prophesy without faith. Faith is very important because we prophesy, the Bible says, according to the proportion of faith. That's in Romans 12, 6 and 8.
1: On tomorrow's program, Pastor Benny Hinn will conclude his insightful message on the three realms of the prophetic as he continues teaching how you can develop this aspect of ministry. And he invites you to visit his website for the opportunity to download a digital audio copy of this complete teaching for further study. It is his free gift to you, so go online today. At 21 years of age, Susan Ivey was diagnosed with an incurable disease. The doctor's report stated, there is identifiable change in both cerebral hemispheres consistent with multiple sclerosis.
2: My mental facilities were just not there. And, and I couldn't talk. I, I couldn't find my words to talk. If I were to go into a, a crowd of people and everything, uh, I I wouldn't be able to carry on a conversation because I couldn't find my words. and. It was embarrassing, it was very embarrassing.
1: As the years went by, Susan's symptoms grew worse. But she knew that God was the answer.
2: I was really leaning heavily on the verse, Romans 8:28, All things work together for good to those that love the Lord who are called according to His purpose. And I knew that since I was nine years old, I had been called according to His purpose. So I knew that, um, that the Lord was going to provide and was going to take care of me.
1: One afternoon while watching This Is Your Day, Susan noticed that people were getting healed. She also heard that Benny Hinn was coming to Atlanta for a
3: crusade and she told her family that she wanted to go. About a week or two before the Benny Hinn uh, meeting, I got together with some of my friends and we um, used anointing oil as a contact to go ahead and start praying for my mom. So we had already covered this meeting in prayer
1: So Susan and her family went to the Benny Hinn Crusade in Atlanta on October 15, 2004 expecting a miracle.
2: So here we are inside this this crusade and the atmosphere was electric. The atmosphere was so overwhelmingly God.
3: After the altar call for salvation, that's when Benny Hinn started speaking about the healing power of God and that God is our healer. It was about that moment, and my mom felt the wind of the Holy Spirit come all over her body. I grabbed her hand, and I just started crying profusely. I just was weeping. She was just such passion, and just, just the Lord came on me, and I knew I had to bring my mom down there, and she was going to get healed. See this? Yeah. See, that? see that smile? Yeah. Look at that smile. I can see it. Isn't that a beautiful smile? Yes, you This bet. young man is 19 years old. You know why he's smiling? Uh-huh.
0: Because when his mother had him, she had MS. He's known her with MS for 19 years of her life, of his life, because she's had MS for 26 years. Oh dear God. But the power of God came upon her tonight. He's smiling because he's never seen his mother basically out of the wheelchair or out of the bed. She could walk just a little bit. But I want you to see what his mother is doing now. And he that's why he's stand smiling. Stand up and give the Lord a mighty shout, please, Pastor. That's why he's smiling. People, people! Yeah, you, you've got to give the Lord a big shout. On the count of two, three, go!
3: She went in there that night in a wheelchair, and she left that night pushing her wheelchair. I knew she was well. She was jogging the back hallways in the in the stadium that night, jogging. We talked. We walked probably three miles that night. I have no MS.
2: Uh, the thing is. I know this, I know this because my MRI says I have no MS. My own doctor out of his own mouth says my disease has turned itself off, and he has no explanation for it. I know I have no MS because of the way that I feel. I mean, I can do things that I couldn't do before, and uh, it's amazing. And it's been two years, two years I have been like this.
3: My mom was sick all of my life and beyond, and now she's well, and God did it. How could you not smile?
2: That's one thing I really loved about the ministry. Not only do you hear the message of salvation, but then you get to see, you get to see the power, the power of the Lord in action. People getting healed and it's just like, good.
0: I want you today to think about the love of God for you and I. God brought Israel out of Egypt and the Bible says, that when he brought them out, not one was feeble among all their tribes." Now this is an amazing, amazing miracle. It's a magnificent state of health, that they would come out after experiencing communion in the Old Testament, after eating the lamb and applying the blood. And miracles happened that night as they came out. And I want you to think about what Paul the Apostle said in Corinthians. For this cause many are sickly and weak, and many have died before their time, not discerning the Lord's body. Miracles are in the atonement, healing is in the atonement. Because the power of the cross, there's miracles there. When Jesus said it is finished, He said, it is completely finished. In other words, sin paid for, disease dealt with, bondage dealt with. And we can receive from heaven what belongs to us, our inheritance, our healing, not just our salvation. Remember, there is the front of the cross and the back of the cross. The front of the cross, salvation, the back of the cross, healing. Because with his stripes, we are healed. So today, let's receive the fullness of the Gospel. Let's just receive the fullness of the gift of the Spirit of God, that He would not only save us, but heal us. So, David in the psalm said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Don't forget His benefits. He forgives all your sins. He forgives all transgressions, all iniquities. And He heals all disease. He he didn't leave one, one out. He heals all our diseases. Today, let's believe. Let's receive His word. Just what God did for Israel, He'll do for you. And think about this, they lived under the law. We are under grace. Therefore, we ought to receive now, way quicker than they did. And if they lived in a state of perfect health, then you and I ought to live in perfect health. So it's God's gift of love. So stretch your hands towards me. I'm stretching my heart and my faith and my hands towards you in high expectation that God will heal you today, not tomorrow, today. This is the day for your healing. Father, in the name, come on, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let's believe together. In the name, the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, heal that one watching. I rebuke that sickness. I rebuke that disease. I command that pain to leave now in Jesus' awesome name. Heal everyone calling upon your name, Lord, right now. I give you the praise. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. Through Jesus, your Holy Son, I give you the praise, Lord. Arthritis in somebody's arm which has healed. A heart condition healed. Cancer in the lungs, I rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus. A neck injury, I rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus. Glaucoma, someone with troubles in your with your vision. Father, in Jesus' name, make that one whole right now. Right now, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, thank you. Curvature of the spine is also being healed. And someone with an infection in your right leg, Almira is your name. Almira. Your right leg, there's an infection in it, dear lady, and the Lord's healing you right now. You feel God's power all over you. Receive that healing, and the swelling will be going down about in two, three hours from now. It'll all be gone by tomorrow morning. Expect it. I'm talking to Almira. Expect it in Jesus' wonderful name. And the greatest miracle is salvation. Just say, Lord, I give you my life. I surrender everything to you, Lord. Wash me with your blood today. Yes, Lord, take my life. I will love you and follow you and serve you the rest of my life. Amen and amen. Thank you for watching today. Tell tell your friends about the program. And don't stop believing and receiving in the name of Jesus. Bye-bye. This is your day for a miracle.
1: Pastor Benny Hinn invites you to join over 3 million Facebook users around the world who like Benny Hinn Ministries. Go to the ministry website and click the Facebook link. And if you follow Pastor Benny, you'll receive alerts when he is broadcasting live. Don't miss this opportunity to receive inspiring messages, scriptures, teachings, announcements, and Pastor Benny's live teachings on Facebook. Like and follow Benny Hinn
4: Ministries today. Hi, I'm Chris Lindbergh, the pastor of Life Fellowship Church in McKinney, Texas. and I'm so thankful to be here today with you. And I just want to encourage you with this one thought here. And that's this, the greatest expression of love is to give. In fact, uh, when my wife and I were head over heels in love with each other, there was a time in my life that I said, I'm going to marry this girl. That was 21 years ago. In fact, when I did this, uh, I, I didn't just go down the street to a local convenience store and find one of those little uh, devices where you put the quarter in, and you twist it, and out comes a, a plastic ring. I actually went down the street to a diamond store. Uh, I took four months worth of salary, and, and I purchased the most incredible thing that I could buy for her. And there came the day that I, I got down to my knee, and, and I opened up that little box, and a And if I could just show you her face today, how it lit on up. Why? Because the greatest expression of love is to give. I gave her my best. And in fact, that's why the Bible says in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that he didn't just send an angel. He didn't just tell us about this. He actually demonstrated it. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son Like he demonstrated the fact that he is flat out head over heels in love with you because the greatest expression of love is to give. In fact, this is a principle that has been a driving force for my wife and I for all these years. We have said, God, that we're going to honor you with what you have given to us. Yes, it's out of a, a sense of obedience to him. But the heart behind it all is to say, God, we just love you so much. We love what you've done in our hearts and lives. In fact, if you didn't do another thing, we would would worship you for forever. We We would give into your kingdom. And I'm thankful that we have an opportunity today to express to our great Lord our love for him and to let him know that there's none like him. And so what I'm going to just encourage you to do right where you're at there in, in your home, or maybe you're driving, you could be in a coffee shop somewhere. I'm going to encourage you. Let's reach out to the Lord. Let's, let's declare to him, God, I don't just love you with my lips. I'm going to love you with my actions. And so right where you're at, the ways to give for you are, are on the screen. And, I just wanna pray that as you sow into this incredible ministry that is literally taking the gospel around the world, seeing people saved, healed, delivered, impacting tens of thousands of pastors, I believe that today we're gonna declare to the Lord that Lord, we love you with all of our hearts. And so let me just pray for you as we give. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for your people as we step out in faith and we obey you And God, we're just declaring to you that we love you with our whole heart, our soul, our mind, our strength. And so God, bless your people as we give today. Thank you, God, for your incredible blessings on our life. In your strong, mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.